as I said before, I don't consider myself the, the best trumpet player in the world. I just, I just a trumpet player. I'm just trying to do my best every day and trying to figure it out if I'm doing something wrong and, and fix it. Warning. This episode contains adult language and adult humor. Since when have trumpet players ever been considered adults? If you are easily offended by these types of conversations, consider switching to the oboe. Welcome to the Trumpet Gurus Hang Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Johnson. My guest for this episode is Raul Agraz. Raul is a trumpet player's trumpet player. Classically trained in Venezuela, Raul moved to New York to suddenly find himself as the first call player for the creme de la creme of Latin music. But it's Raul's brilliant trumpet work on the Tony and Grammy award-winning Broadway smash productions of In the Heights and the Book of Mormon that has helped cement Raul's reputation as a truly multifaceted artist. So, pour yourself a big glass, pull up a chair, and let the hang begin. All right, welcome to this episode of the Trumpet Gurus Hang, and I am joined by Mr. Raul Lagras. Uh, Raul, I am just so stoked about this, man. You just—I've uh, been—I've been digging your your stuff for a while now, and it seems like you're even—you're uh, you, becoming more in my radar every day. Uh, so I just really want to thank you for uh, taking time to be with me, man. This is great. No, Jose, thank you so much for having me, man. As I said before, this. I mean, I, I'm honored to be here, you know. I don't know. I, I know how many great trumpet players you already had in, in, in this channel. So I'm, I'm very honored to be here. Thank uh, you. Uh, man, it, it is my honor. Uh, you know, it, there, uh, I was uh, actually kind of just looking at your, your website recently, and I, I saw a, a bit uh, that was written on there. And what, uh, what was said really resonated with me uh, in terms of your playing and kind of uh, your, your reputation in the community. They, you were called the trumpet player's trumpet player. Yeah, and, and I do, I mean, I, I really feel that because all of the things that as trumpet players we, we aspire towards, you know, having a beautiful sound, having wonderful technique and command of the instrument, having the, the high chops, having the jazz chops, having, you know, all of those things you're that complete package and you bring to this table this this wonderful humility as well so um you know l let's just kind of dive into what drives you i mean what what is your passion and, and and what is it that that really makes you continue to push yourself to improve and to be you know the kind of player that that so many of us aspire to be well uh well, thank you so much for your words, man. <laughs> I didn't know any of that. <laughs> uh, so what can I say, you know, uh, I grew up in a very uh, poor uh, town in Venezuela. I'm from Venezuela, first, okay. first of all. And uh, I grew up in a, in a very small, small town called Villa de Cura. Uh, and I started to play the trumpet around nine. So before I started with a recorder, with a recorder, and, and that's how I learned to read music. And uh, and I always wanted to play the trumpet. My, my, my father used to play trumpet, but, you know, he quit because his teacher was really, really uh, hard on him, you know? So every time he made a mistake or whatever, you know, he always had a stick and he always 
you know, he right. didn't, every time he made a mistake or whatever. So he quit the trumpet. So, but I didn't know that. So when I started playing the trumpet, when I when I said that I wanted to play the trumpet, say, well, I used to play trumpet. And, and uh, as soon as I grabbed my trumpet, he actually played a scale for me. So I said, oh, okay, now you, now you understand where, where I'm coming from. <laughs> so uh, what motivated me, uh, to be honest, I love the instrument. I love the trumpet, I love music. And I just try every day to, 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 to be as, as better as I can. You know, I've been honored to be and privileged to be next to great, great, great musicians. And, and uh, I don't know, I, I don't consider myself like a jazz player. I know I can play some jazz. I can consider myself a classical music, even that I that I that I spent so many years at the Philharmonic and Symphony in Venezuela. Uh, even this is my piccolo. I've been trying to trying to warm up because I've been I haven't played for <laughs> for for a week. So, but you know I'm I'm uh, always on my my C trumpet, my E flat trumpet next to me. You know because I, I I'm I'm just trying to be ready. You know, mm -hmm. and. and uh, that's basically my my motivation in trying to play my best every time you know I get I, I get the opportunity to sit in a studio or next to somebody, a real uh, you know trying to do my my best every time I sit in a rehearsal or, you know in a gig or or, or any situation. Yeah. So that's basically what motivates me, you know. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I never think about. Uh, that, I, that, that I'm the best. I never, I never thought about that. It's just, it's just I'm, I'm just trying to, to play well. I like to play, you know, well. I'm trying to be uh, uh, as, as much, you know. Uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to call it, you know, uh, usable mm -hmm. <laughs> for yeah. any situation, you know, any, 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 any calling situation, any, any, right, giving situation. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, uh, with people that are, that are born here in the States, you know, there, there's certainly a lot of advantages that exist in America and, uh, the education, uh, the, the accessibility, the accessibility to so many high level players and educators. And yeah. I was having a conversation in a previous episode with someone who studied in Europe and was saying how now it seems like in London, it's like London is like kind of this big scene for trumpet players. And there's so many great players that are coming in, but it's, it's, it's kind of like the, the result of the American influence, uh, you know, there, but you know, so many, it's real interesting to me that people who uh, are from other countries, particularly either Latin American countries or uh, Eastern European countries, the way that the music is approached, the educational process of the music is approached, there's this really kind of unique, um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this, uh, there, because of the, the difference in the rhythmic structures of the ethnic music, so whether it be the Latin music or whether it be like my wife's from Romania. So I've been listening to a lot of Romanian music uh, recently and some of the really intricate rhythmic patterns that seem uh, at first kind of 
offsetting to the ear, but then you start to really listen to it, it's like, wow, that's really, really unique. And that's really cool. And, and the technique that's involved in that is really kind of amazing. Uh, do you feel like that expression of, you know, that exposure to those more, uh, I don't want to say outside the box, but, but those different and unique rhythmic patterns uh, have helped you in terms of your ability to be a more marketable player and, uh, you know, to be able to read better because, I mean, you're, you're seeing patterns that, you know, in some ways are just much more simplistic than, than what you're used to, when your ears are used to hearing from, uh, from your upbringing. Yeah, uh, well, uh, in my particular situation, uh, uh, when I start, uh, when I moved from my town to Caracas, for example, I was probably 17, 17 years old when I, when I, when I did it. And uh, I start playing with everybody, you know, in, in every, every type of music, starting from classical, because that was the first one, the first thing that I did uh, on, on my early days. And then uh, I became, a, a, a very, in a very short time, I, be, I became a, a, a first, first call for everything, you know, for a, a jingles, uh, any type of commercial, any any movie situation, any any, in the, in every kind of music. I mean, for example, Venezuela used to be uh, a big uh, town that every every European artist, for example, any Spain singer, used to go to Venezuela, or any Mexican singer used to go to Venezuela. And they started their tour right there in Venezuela. They, they put together the orchestra or the band or the combo or whatever situation was. And we started touring from Venezuela to whole Latin America or sometimes Europe, sometimes, you know, United States. So that's, I believe that was uh, uh, a really good training for me, you know, because you, you have to, you have to read every, every type of music every day. You meet uh, great musicians coming from your town and you learn from them. And uh, I, I, I really feel like um, blessed, you know, to have the opportunity to do all that in my, in my country. So when I moved here to the United States, that's, that's what I've been doing. I've been calling to do this in, in, in any type of situation, but that's something that I, that I I, can, I, I basically train myself to do that, you know, in, in, in my country. You know? I never, and I never thought about, you know, uh, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be a classical trumpet player. I'm gonna be a, a salsa player. I'm gonna be a, believe it or not, when I moved to New York, for example, uh, everybody started calling me to do uh, salsa music, you know, Latin music. Right. And, and uh, that's something that I that I didn't didn't uh, did in my country as much as I'm doing that right now here. Oh, I did it, you know, when I moved here to New York. Right. So, in the but I I I actually train myself to 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 do that in the studio. So when I came here to New York, I mean, it was easy for me to do it, you know. So that's 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 what I'm saying. I mean, I feel blessed. To be to to have the opportunity to play with so great musicians and and, and put in so many situations that help me uh, learn, you know, every style or, or be ready for any situation you know, that I get called. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, it's when when you are are kind of pigeonholed, like people will sometimes it's like, oh, well, you know, you know, well, he he only plays Latin or he only plays jazz. Yeah. Or he's only a lead player uh, or he's only a classical player. Um you know, it, it kind of does limit your, your options. And, uh, yeah, I, no, I, I believe that's it. That was the thing with me. I never, I never like it to be, uh, called just to do Latin music. Uh, I love big bands. I love the sound of the big band. I'm trying to learn as much as I can of, uh, I mean, she could be, or, 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 or uh, greatly trumpet players like uh, Conrad Goso, like uh, Snooki, you know, and, and uh, the same with the classical music, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to every, everything of, I mean, everything that I can, I can, I have the opportunity to, to listen uh, every, every, to everybody. So, and remember back in the days, we didn't have YouTube, we didn't have, uh, uh, you know, if you have some money, you can buy the tape from this and, and, right. and have a friend who has so many music and say, can I have a copy of that? And I remember that I used to have a tape that uh, I, I can give it to my friend. I don't have that. Can you, can you make me a copy of that? You know? Yeah. So, because I was, I was hunger to, 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 to her, to hear every, every, everything that I, that I could. So, but now every kid, uh, has the opportunity with YouTube or, or online, you know, search about any book, mm-hmm. any video, any trumpet player. So back in the day, we never had that, you know. Right. <laughs> so, and, and so for kids right now, they, they should be very privileged to have all this, you know, right there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's- have- yeah, it's so funny because you know we're we're you know they they call this the information age. You know, yeah, exactly. everything everything is right there, yeah. and in some ways it's it seems like there's so much information that there's information overload and, and people just are missing out because yeah. you don't have to search for it. You know, and and this is maybe me just being an old man, but you know, like when like you were saying, you know, when I was really bitten by the bug to to really learn more about trumpet. It's like you had to go out of your way. You had to make time. You had to to figure out how to find these things out. Exactly. And now, you know, it, it you don't have to do it. So it's like it, it becomes almost too easy to yes. get the information. Totally. I agree, totally agree with you. And you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't wanna say anything wrong, but there is also so many people giving so many uh, advisors. They are not sometimes not the best ones, you know what I mean. Yeah. So we have to be careful with that, and especially you know young cats who, who you know searching around and trying to follow somebody. Just just be careful and try to try to have a really good teacher next to you and trying to you know yeah. invest, invest on yourself as much as you can in, mm-hmm. the, in the in the best way, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and speaking of which, I mean, you when you moved uh, to New York, uh, you you kind of uh, got yourself connected with uh, Victor Paz. Is that correct? Yes, actually. Uh, before he moved to Panama, uh, I had the opportunity in 
actually way before I moved to New York. That was in 1984, 1985. I, he, I did a, I don't know if you know this as a from Venezuela. His name is Oscar De Leon. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I played with his band for, 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 for some time. And uh, one of the two that I, one of the, the first tune that I did with him was to New York in 1985, by the end of, yeah, 1985. And uh, a friend of mine, uh, and, and he, he passed already. He, he was a Dominican trumpet player, really good friend of, of Victor Pass. Uh, he gave me his number when, when he knew that I'm, that I'm gonna travel to New York. He said, you, you, you should call Victor. So he gave me his number. And then as uh, soon as I got in town, I, I, I gave it a call. And uh, Victor, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you heard something about Victor. Uh, uh, Victor was very, for some people, were a very difficult uh, as a person, you know. Mm -hmm. A great trumpet player was amazing, but some, some personality wasn't, you know, for some people wasn't the best one, you know. So, but I, when I call him and I say, ma'am, uh, my name is Raul, I'm coming from Venezuela. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be in town for, for, for a month, something like that. And uh, I got your, your number by, uh, by a good friend. His name is, uh, was uh, El, El Gui. It's a really, really good trumpet player from Dominican Republic. And, uh, and he said, uh, where you staying? I'm staying in this hotel in, in, in the city. So well, well, I'm, uh, he gave me his address. So this is my address. But I need you to be here tomorrow at 8 a.m. in the morning. So you need to knock the clave on my own. That, that's how I know that, that it's you who actually is knocking my door. So so and I, I didn't I didn't know how to get this, the train. I didn't know how to get into a bus. You know, I, I didn't speak English by then. Now that I can speak English because I'm not, <laughs> I'm trying. So and uh, you know, I found my way back then. That I, they, they wasn't Uber. There wasn't you know. Uh, <laughs> right. You know? So I did my best to, to 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 try to get it, and I got there like at eight fifteen, and he he was really bad was really bad to me so see like me and uh we didn't do anything we didn't play anything the first day just talking about uh his good friend uh we and he talking me talking me about when he was living in in venezuela because he used to live in venezuela and uh just just listen or hearing to him talk about you know every every aspect of his life in Venezuela. So I became more inter interesting on, play, on playing, you know, with him and started with him. So in all, the whole month that I, that I stayed in New York, I, I went to visit him every day. So someday we didn't play it at all. Some, some day just talk about it. And, and some other day just playing and sometimes just one note, just the, 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 the G, the, the easy note, <laughs> the trumpet. He made me play that for hours, you know. He said, one more time, 
one more time, like a, probably for, for an hour and a half. And I say, dancing, no. So by then, you know, I've been playing, I don't know how many Gs, I played like 2,000, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. And he said, that's, you know, said, and I, you know, I never was, I wasn't paying attention. And he said, oh my God, I, I don't know what I did. You know, you know, I never, I wasn't thinking about it. I was just trying to play the note that he told me, but when he said, that's, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about it. And that's something that, that captured me, you know, because I know he's looking for something, but show me at the same time that you have to pay attention to everything you do, mm-hmm. you know? So that was, that was you know, and, and every time I, I used to come to New York with, with these artists or whoever I was traveling from Venezuela, that was my first call. I, I called uh, Victor, I'm, I'm in town, so, if you have any time for me this week, let me know. And and I, and I, sometimes I, I I used to visit him at, at the theater. He used to play the lead trumpet at Cat. Uh, he did it for eighteen years. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember when when I sat next to him and and, and listening him to play the show. I mean, the guy never missed a note. I mean, he was on point all the time. So that's a, that was a very good reference for me. So, in in Victor not, not Victor not only did you know cat I mean he played with everybody as you know right. as you read his resume I mean that was a, a an amazing trumpet player you know he has some issue with his personality uh, but not everybody can dig that you know but but I I never had any problem with him and uh, and we never got any issues you know. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I mean, I mean, I miss him. I, 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 when he moved to Panama, I mean, it was a, it was a drag. I mean, I called him a couple of times. I couldn't talk to him. So he was teaching or, or somewhere else, and 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 uh, we never talked. You know, after that, after he moved mm-hmm. to Panama, but yeah. that's something that I miss. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like that was a really good introduction, not just to the the New York scene, but, uh, you know, just the, the lessons of, you know, someone who's been there on that, uh, especially for Broadway, uh, you know, that that had that level of longevity in something, you know, and you can't you can't do that without having the, the talent to back it up. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there, there are tons of lessons that you learned from him that, uh, you know, some yeah. of them on, on the horn, some of them not on the horn. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Broadway, uh, I mean, you've, you've had a, uh, a career and, and unfortunately like so many of other uh, musicians, uh, that got kind of sidetracked, uh, because of COVID. Uh, but now, now uh, that uh, things are starting to open back up again, uh, I'm sure you're happy to be back uh, in the pit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I, I we just received. I mean, I just received uh, an email from from the producers of the show, uh, the particular show that I'm doing right now, uh, that I've been doing for the past ten years. I, I've been doing the Book of Mormon, mm-hmm. and uh, so. Apparently the show is gonna gonna start again in November fifth. That's what I heard from the producer. They actually starting rehearsals today. The actors, so they 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 have new actors uh, in in 
I don't know if they replace them or they just, uh, some people who didn't want to come back to the show because uh, uh, the Book of, Mormon, Book of Mormon was a very, uh, I don't know how to put this, like uh, it's a satirical, you know, right. music comedy, uh, musical comedy. So they have some issues with some actors uh, uh, for the whole Black Matter, the whole political situation, and, you know. And remember, this is South Park. This is the same guy who brought South Park. And you got to find that, you know, on every episode of South Park. But those guys being, you know, forever, you know. Mm -hmm. so people really dig that. So, so the reason why they started rehearsal and why we're starting late uh, uh, Broadway is because they, they, they need to make a restructuration of the whole the whole show without, of course, changing, you know, the whole point, you know, right. this particular show. So the music is going to stay the same, but the whole jokes and all that, that they, they're changing everything, you know. <laughs> so, and something that doesn't make sense to me, because I mean, they've been doing that, they've been doing that show, or we, we've been doing that show for 10 years. Yeah. And uh, it's been fine. It's been sold out for the past 10 years. I mean, this, I don't, I mean, it's been selling so well, so well. And, and I don't know, I don't see the point now to change everything. You know? Right. So, but now, I mean, I don't know anymore. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just get called to do the rehearsal and, 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 and and uh, the pro it's gonna be probably by the end of October, by the very end of October, because usually it takes about two, three days for the band to, to put together, sound check and everything else, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I'm very happy to be back, yeah. Some mm -hmm. of the shows are starting uh, by, by the beginning of the next month. Mm -hmm. uh, like Lion King, Wicked, uh, what else? Uh, there is another one. So there's probably three or four shows starting in September. So okay. another, another, another half in October, and then December is when we start. I don't know who else is starting that. Yeah. Well, but I'm very happy to be back. Definitely. Yeah. Very, that's very great. That's great. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm only uh, about a well. Well, it depends on if I'm driving and there's traffic, which is there's always traffic going into New York, you know, it's maybe at three, three and a half hours. I can take the, the train and be there in an hour and a half. Uh, yeah. so, so I'm thinking, uh, you know, hey, this is something, uh, you know, my wife and I can can ride up to New York and, and maybe come up and, and catch a show. So I'm going to have to make sure that we put the Book of Mormon on Please. the list. But Please do that. Let me know. Let me know you're going to be here. I will do that. <laughs> uh, who, who else is in the pit with you on that show? Well, this, this particular show has a, a read player, Brian Krug, Randy Anders on trombone, uh, myself on, on the trumpets. Uh, I played piccolo trumpet, B flat and flugelhorn. Randy played bass trombone, tenor trombone. And the guy who has the heavy is uh, the read player. He plays like a 10 instrument. Wow. He plays all, all recorders in every key, oboe, uh, tenor, Soprano, alto, uh, what else? Uh, 
Indian flute. I mean, he plays, I don't know, he's crazy trying to get us up for the show sometimes. You know? I bet. <laughs> he's, uh, sometimes he had a really hard time trying to get subs. You know? yeah. And uh, we have uh, two keyboard players, the, the assistant conductor, the conductor actually play the keyboard, uh, bass, drum, and guitar. That, that else, I mean, it's only eight musicians, eight or nine musicians in total. That sounds great. So, uh, you know, I've had this conversation with a few other people who are, uh, you know, in the Broadway scene. And, you know, it, it seems like you have to have a, a, a very kind of specific mindset to be able to uh, to survive in, in Broadway. I mean, one, it's the the level of consistency that you need, which, I mean, obviously we, we, we strive for that in, in everything that we do in, in terms of being yeah. a musician, you, know, you always want to be, be on top of your game, but there's the, you know, especially when you're on a show that has that kind of longevity where, where you're doing that same show for, you know, five years, 10 years, you know, 20 years. Um, how do you keep yourself engaged mentally when this is your, you know, 500th run of, of, of playing the same book? Yeah, it's hard. Sometimes it's really hard, especially, uh, yeah, doing that every day, same kind of music every day. And that the, some conductors, they really, really uh, manage uh, with the orchestra, the whole routine, you know, because they know the, I mean, you're trying to be perfect every day. You're trying to, you're trying to uh, play a hundred percent every day. But sometimes, I mean, you're human. I mean, um, sometimes I'm a, if I do a rehearsal in the morning or a big session in the morning, during the whole day uh, for a for a whole day on the studio, my chops probably not gonna be a hundred percent by by the time I'm gonna play the show. Sometimes I have to hire somebody to sell for me because I don't want to put myself uh, in a in a way that I'm gonna be instead of doing a really good job in the show, uh, I'm gonna be missing notes or don't feel you know you know what I mean a hundred percent capable to do it. So in that situation, of course, I'm gonna call somebody to sell for me. But in some other situation, I mean, even if I'm not busy, if not if I'm not tired or whatever, we are human. We we it's it's okay if you miss a note. I mean, of course, you're not gonna miss a note in the same spot every day. You're gonna try to do your best to play uh, the best to do your best job every day. You know? But uh, it also depends on uh, uh, the kind of the kind of friend you have next to you. The kind you have around. To you, I mean, um, in this particular show, uh, I'm very happy with, with the situation we had. With um, uh, Randy next to me and Brian behind me, so we have a really, you know, uh, really good situation in, in this show in particular. And uh, and everybody knows that you know we we play this every day. I mean, it's totally normal to 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 not be a hundred percent because everything happened to me or, 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 or the guitar player or, or the conductor. I mean, we, we, we don't, we don't think like uh, it's a, it's a mistake. We think it's, I mean, it's totally normal to, to, to not have a really good show one day that happened to actors that happened to everybody. You know? 
is a is a show the not not only the show every single show i mean some some conductors as i said before some conductors take it really well some other conductors are really uh problematic to say it in some way you know but they don't they don't they don't give you a break uh, but, uh, i feel like a blessed to 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 be working with with a really good conductor and and, and he totally understand you know uh, that this is this is a really hard job. This is a really hard you know work to do every day, and to do it a hundred percent is very difficult. You know, sometimes it depends on what you're doing the day before, or what you're doing during the day, or you or you you have a really bad day with you know family, any type of situation. You know traffic. You you're running late and you don't have a time to warm up, and you know, any anything could happen. Anything yeah. could happen. You know, and 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 to be able to sit and and play the show and sometimes not be a hundred percent. I mean, and I mean it's totally normal. I think that yeah, I mean, in every in, in in every type of situation, every kind of you know work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it, everybody's got to do that. And and yeah, yeah I I think that the. What's always fascinating to me, um, you know, and this is one of the things that that, that I strive to do with this podcast, um, is to help people to, to you know to talk to people that that are you know the professionals, the people that that are that are doing this um, at a high level. And you know, I've studied not just trumpet players, but I, I've studied, you know, other people that are successful with things they do, whether it be athletics or business or anything like that. And so much of, of success is tied to mindset, you know, the way, yeah. the way you approach adversity, because, you know, if, if you can do things when everything's clicking and when your chops are great and when everything's falling into place, yeah. well, well, there's really nothing to that. The question yeah. is, how do you do that when things aren't at the optimal, the situation isn't the best. So do you have uh, any kind of, you know, go-to or, or rituals or things that you do to help you to, to get your mind into the space that it needs to be in when things aren't working? Yeah, when things are not working, is uh, uh, sometimes it depends. I mean, I need to warm up. I need to, uh, uh, um, I'm not a five-minute guy warm up. I, I need at least uh, 30 minutes to warm up. And I'm trying to give myself that time to play the trumpet, you know, it's not only uh, put all the mouthpiece in the trumpet and try to blow right away. I mean, for me, it start from, from, from the time I, I'm taking a shower, you know? So I'm taking a shower, I'm doing a massage to my, to my face and uh, trying to, relax all this muscle that I've been using the night before so in by the time I'm gonna I, I put the mouthpiece in the trumpet that I know okay this is gonna be a good day this is gonna be a rough day <laughs> so yeah. so uh for me it's about the warm-up I mean I take it I take my time to warm up and and, and uh and of course give myself time to be uh on time to the gig and to not have any stress, you know, and and that helped me a lot. I'm 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 trying to be um giving myself a lot of time to be. I don't care if I'm stay there. I'm the first one. 
to get into the theater. I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. I mean, I'm, I'm my, my, the whole point is to be, uh, uh, give myself uh, free of stress. That's, that's, that's my, my, I don't know, I don't know how to say that, but I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to be in that situation when, when I'm late or, or I'm not ready. Uh, and when that happened, that totally changed my world. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's why, you know, I, I, I'm trying to give myself some, some time to, to have a really easy warm up and trying to fix as much as I can. If I did a really hard job the day before, so now that I know that I'm going to need probably more time, or, you know, yeah. and for me to be ready. Yeah, that, you know, I started doing that. Uh, I, I remember, actually, it goes all the way back to when I was uh, in high school. Um, I remember my band director, uh, who I was uh, actually playing in a, in a local big band with, um, he, he just sat down with me and goes, yeah, yeah, here's, here's an important lesson for you. Uh, remember... Um, you know, to, you need to always be there early. He said, and, and it was the, uh, how did he put that? Um, uh, to be, to be early is to be on time. To be on time is to be late. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and I always, and I always remembered that. And, you know, so if I've got a, if I've got a session that I'm doing, like, you know, today I've got a, I've got a session that I've got to drive to in Philadelphia and, uh, it starts at five o'clock and, I'm looking at the map and going, okay, well, it says it's going to take me two hours to, to get there. So I could leave at three and just kind of, you know, hit, maybe hit there on time, but it's like, well, you know, there may be traffic and there may be this and that. So if I leave an hour and a half earlier, so instead of leaving at three, if I leave at one 30, then I can take my time. If I get there early, I can warm up. I can get something to eat. I can you know, do all these things and not be stressed out on the drive, you know, constantly looking at my watch and, you know, yeah, am I going to make exactly. it like that? So, um, yeah. Risk, the, risking your life and risking somebody else's life, you know, trying yeah. to get to the, that place. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, I know so many guys that aren't that way. Oh my gosh. I can't understand it, you know? And, you know, I'll even pack my, you know, I'll go through my stuff, you know, make sure I get all my gear and, and things like that. And, and, you know, do it the night before if I can, because that's just, it's one less thing I have to worry about, you know, as I'm going along the course of the day, you know? So uh, it, it's that, that mindset of, you know, if you do the, if you do the setup right early, then you can walk into whatever situation, whether it's music or business or things like that, you're ready. You know, that when you walk in, all you got to do is just do your job. So. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I remember my, my teacher, uh, he, he, he passed, I mean, in my first teaching in Venezuela. His name was Pablo uh, Armitano. And uh, he used to play with a, with a beat orchestra, the Venevision, which is a TV, or TV uh, channel in Venezuela. And uh, he told me, man, um, he used to play with the Philharmonic as well. And uh, he told me, you, you should be there, you know, if, if you get a call to do a... 10 a.m. in the morning. So in Venezuela, for example, we used to, uh, they, I don't know now because I haven't been there for the past more than 20 years, but when I was there, uh, the call was always at 9 a.m. in the morning. There's the starting time. So you have to be there probably by 8.30. 
So in my case, I always, I used to be there like a, a quarter to eight, mm -hmm. just, just on time, especially in the morning, you know, it's not, the, it's, I mean, the warm up is, is not the same. I mean, and back in the day, it was easy for me because I was younger and uh, the recovery was very easy. Right. So now that we're getting old, the recovery is not the same. I mean, and, and you can't, I mean, you probably know that and every other guy from the, from the same age, I can tell you the same. I mean, I just, the recovery uh, time is going to take more time in, <laughs> in our cases, you know. Yeah. But when we were young, I remember I used to play all night and, and, uh, and sometimes I had, to, I had to wake up like at 6, 6.30 and be ready to play at 9 a.m. in the morning. So, I mean, and I was fine. I mean, I feel okay, but now... I, if I knew that I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing something and I am in the morning, man, I'm gonna go to sleep yeah. as early as I can. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. try to get up as early as I can and do a, a really good warm up to be ready to play at that time. I mean, I mean, everything changed, you know. Yeah. People who say that they don't do that, or they never, they, I mean, they lie to you. They totally yeah. lie to you. you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, it, there's. You know, trumpet is definitely got all these different aspects to it. I mean, you have the 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 mental aspect, and you have the physical aspect, yeah. and um, you know, when we, as you're saying, you know, when we get older, our bodies change. You know, just even thinking about like the 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 collagen levels in in your body, you know, your the elasticity in your tissue. You know, it's you start to lose collagen, your your skin isn't as elastic. And it doesn't snap back like it used to, exactly. you know, yeah. so you, you've got to, you've got to take that into account. And, you know, so I think sometimes that whether it's just the, the way we approach warmups, the way we approach our mental preparation, uh, any of those things, the way we, even the way we approach our gear, I think that as we get older, it's important to be able to uh, look at things and say, do I need to change something? Because, you know, my body's changed, the demands have changed. So, you know, if I keep doing things the way I did in, when they were eight, when I was 18 or 21 or 25, uh, you know, that's not going to work. You, you have to no. be able to adjust stuff. Definitely. I agree with you. A hundred percent. So that was what I'm saying before. So, that's actually my main uh, uh, recommendation for every young trumpet player who comes to me and asks me uh, what what should what should I play for warm up? What should I do if something like that happens? So, well, this is what you need to do, you know. And that's that's uh, uh, when I apply every 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 trick that I can to 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 teach them, well, you need to do this, you need to figure out how to do this and, 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 and be, you know, just trying try to, to teach them uh, uh, to, to not try to make the same mistake that in some cases, some cases you did in the past, you know, trying to fix that. And, uh, and, and it's up to them if they wanna do it or not. Yeah. Which is, you know, you're trying to give your best, you're trying to be, trying to give your best recommendation, your best uh, advice. But some, some, some people, some of some students, they don't, they don't take it well, or they don't, they don't, 
they, they just don't pay attention because probably they young, they they immature, or, or they probably think that you're not, you don't know anything that you <laughs> what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. so what I'm trying to, I mean, I'm, I'm I try every day. You know, if somebody asks me, well, this is what I'm doing. This is, I mean, I don't, as I said before, I don't consider myself the the best trumpet player in the world. I just, I just a trumpet player. I'm just trying to do my best every day and trying to figure it out if I'm doing something wrong and and fix it. You know, mm -hmm. that's that's my main goal. If I'm doing something that I don't feel comfortable, okay, this is something that, that I might need to change. And uh, is and, and when that happens, that's my focus goes 100% to that, trying to fix uh if I'm doing something wrong, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, it, with with that in mind, I mean, uh, what's kind of been, uh, if you had to point back to something, like, what what's been like the biggest change that, that you've found that you've had to make, um, you know, as you've gotten, you know, a little bit older, uh, and you know, the demands of, of the jobs that you have. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I noticed that, for example, uh, 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 I don't know if that happened to you, but in my case, my jaw changed, and, and uh, I feel like uh, the the alignment on my 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 teeth is not the same when I was younger, and uh, for some time, I have to fight uh, because I I I couldn't find you know the center, and. Uh, for some time, for quite some time, and and uh, and when I finally figured it out what was the problem, I say, okay, this is what happened with the alignment of my my you know my embouchure change. My uh, I probably gonna need a, a, a different mouthpiece that I can figure it out how to manage the trying to compensate something, you know, because I noticed that that I start leaking air on this side. And I say, what's happening? I thought that was uh, something bad with my, with my, has some, uh, what's the name of this uh, uh, signet? Uh, you know, when your face uh, uh, goes one side. Oh, uh, the, bell, the Bell's palsy? Bell's palsy. Yeah. For, for, for some time I thought that I have Bell's palsy. And then I went to my daughter and say, no, you don't have that. So in, 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 he actually helped me to figure it out what was a problem. It was my embouchure who was, you know, the alignment. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then of course I start working. Okay, this is gonna take some time because I, I it's gonna it's gonna I, I, I'm gonna need to relearn again how to gonna be the how I'm gonna how I'm gonna direct my earth column. You know, it's gonna be different. Probably the aperture is gonna be. That's what happened. I mean, the aperture change the air column change because it was totally different. Now it was there and now it's a little bit to this, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. So, and sometimes if I don't, if I don't uh, pay attention, uh, it 
can bother me, you know. That's why now I take it takes more time for me to warm up and trying to um, trying to figure it out. Uh, okay, this is the sound, and I'm working on sound right every day, every day. You know, that's my main my main goal: sound. You know, and as soon as I get a good sound for probably 10, 15 minutes, then when I, that's when I really start playing the trumpet. You know. But first, I mean, my first 15 minutes is being, you know, trying to figure it out the best sound that I can. And then after that, that's my my point, you know, yeah. to continue yeah. playing, you know. It takes time, you know, it takes time. I mean, and uh, I think the, that I find, because I finally uh, found uh, what was the, the big trouble with me uh oh the 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 problem that i had so it helps in, in some way to figure it out okay i need to change this i need to study this type of studies uh this type of you know uh flexibility uh, staccato so i need to start from the beginning start for me i started from the beginning so and i'm trying it in the beginning, was trying to uh, bore me mentally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I found myself sometimes stress. I'm not stressful. Uh, some uh, say, "What's going on?" I mean, and what's what's wrong with me? So mentally, was affecting me. Well, I'm trying to not let that affect me anymore. I'm trying uh, to just okay, this one day at a time. You know, I'm trying to now figure it out. I know what to do. I know, uh, but I don't let that to affect me uh, at all. You know, I'm, I'm just trying, somebody call me, I'm gonna, boom, I'm gonna do my my best job, you know. But uh, that for for some time, for quite some time, was affecting me mentally, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I finally uh, figured out what was the problem, okay, now I, I know, I know the problem now I can fix it so right yeah. yeah because it's really bad when when you let that affecting you mentally and they can totally you know draw you out you know totally yeah. totally totally destroy you. You, you you know you don't you don't feel ready you know you don't you don't feel the confidence that you used to have so that's something that can mentally affect you you know and destroy you know yeah, I think it's I can't remember if it's in baseball or, or golf. Maybe it's in both. Uh, something I call the yips, which is you know like when you you kind of get you, you get your your head gets kind of messed <laughs> up. And, you know you you have a you know you have a bad game, and it's like yeah. you you get in your own way. You start second guessing yourself, and and that creates this continual slump. And you, you kind of have to figure out at some point, well, what's going on, and. Yeah, you know, I, I think that, you know, one of the things that you said, and, and you know, a couple of other people have, have mentioned this uh, recently to me, is it's the importance of learning how to be a problem solver. Yeah. You know, um, you know Bobby Shu always says, you know, that you are your best teacher. And, you know, I agree with that 100%. Uh, and I think that the people that have the, the most longevity in their careers, in, in whatever career they're, they're choosing, are the people that are learn how to solve problems that, you know, you learn, you you identify what's going on 
and then you figure out how to fix it. So, you know, I think that's a, that's a crucial skill and, and one that, that we could all benefit from in different areas of our life. So it sounds like that's what you went through is that problem solving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it's the worst feeling when you don't know what's wrong. You know, it's like, <laughs> exactly. it's even like with your health, you know, it's like, you know, if you're not oh. feeling well, you know, and you, and you, you can't, you're always, you know, trying to, oh, what, my God, what do I have? Once you know what you have, then even if it's something, you know, like I personally, I, yeah, I've gone through dealing with cancer. Um, you know, it was like, okay, now that I know what I have, now I know what I have to do. Yeah, I can make decisions on what things I need to do. Do I need to have the surgery? Do I need to change these, you know, these things about my life? Blah, 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 blah. You know, now that I know, I can make a decision and I can move forward. So I don't have to second guess any of those things. So um, yeah, I think that's great advice for, for, for trumpet players of, you know, like, you know, it sounds like you know, you've got a very kind of clear idea of, of where you want to go in, in trying to, to resolve your problems that you know, you've exactly. got some some sets. So that, that's, that's great stuff. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you about, uh, you know, you, you're saying you played the book of Mormon or playing the book of Mormon, hopefully back again now soon. Uh, but yeah, you also were, uh, you've been involved in a couple of the other great projects that, uh, had a longevity on both Broadway and now, uh, in, uh, in releasing them in the theatrical, uh, release, um, your work on, uh, in the Heights that, yeah had some great music and uh and then i also was just watching uh uh the uh, uh vivo the other oh, day the vivo. yeah 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 and uh so you you've you've had uh, a chance to work with lin manuel okay. miranda uh a couple times uh i find his music and his approach to the the musical genre to be absolutely fascinating uh that guy is a genius that guy is a um and I started working with him in 2006 when we opened the Oz Broadway for In the Heights. And uh, since then, out of now, that guy is still the same. I mean, the whole fame hasn't changed that guy at all. He's still the same person, which is great. Mm -hmm. So uh, the guy is a genius. I mean, uh, the, he knows, he knows, definitely knows how to capture, you know, the audience, you know, uh, and everything, everything that he's trying to do is trying, trying to, uh, I don't know how to explain. I mean, the, he's, he's been, I mean, well, the only thing that I can say is that it's been an honor to to be his friend because I mean he, we when every time we have the opportunity uh, to play together, I mean the guy is being, you know, that's why I say the guy hasn't changed at all. I mean, he's still the same person, and 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 that says at all. I mean he he, I believe when when person has that positive. Uh, state of mind so they deserve everything you know what i mean yeah. everything that happened to him is uh, he deserves that yeah so, you know and uh because it's a very positive guy i mean and uh because of him i got to meet uh alice lacamoire which is the conductor who was the conductor at in the heights and uh, he was the guy who produced the music for in the heights as well 
for the for for the movie. And the same guy who actually did the orchestration and and the production for for this movie Vivo. So so it start I mean starting from from that from that from 2006. That's 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 what I'm saying. I mean I mean that's that's not a project. Uh, they they conceive in uh, overnight. I mean something they've been working for so for some long for some time, and uh, I feel honored to be still working with them. You know, mm-hmm. so in the high was like a open door for me to to get to know uh, because back then I, I was sobbing in so many shows, but. I was just sobbing, you know. I was sobbing in a chorus line. I was sobbing in, in the wedding singer uh, in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, what else? I mean, so many shows that I, that I used to sob, and uh, I never had the opportunity to have my own show. So when finally uh, uh, the, uh, the contractor called me uh, to do an audition for this in the Heights. I said, yeah, sure, no mind. I mean, I was playing with the African uh, Latin, Latin, Big Bang African of the Lincoln Center back then. And uh, uh, Alice asked me, hey, you're gonna be playing somewhere else? I mean, well, I'm gonna be playing tonight at uh, uh, the Lincoln Center. I don't know, uh, uh, I'm gonna be playing the lead. If, if you want to, to, I can find you a ticket to, you know, to see them and, 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 and heard the concert. So in, in we, we spoke all over the phone, so I didn't know who was Alex. Alex, and, and he sat in the concert, he, he, he waited for me uh, in, uh, in the backstage door. And I say, man, I don't need to give you any audition. I mean, this, is, this, is, this show is gonna be, I mean, if you're interested, this is an off-Broadway show with the possibility to go to Broadway. So, uh, just let me know if you want, if you wanted to do it. You know, we start rehearsing in a month and something like that. So that was it. So that was, you know, my first, you know, communication that I had with, with, with Alex, you know. And then of course, I, I had the opportunity to meet, to meet uh, Lin-Manuel during the rehearsals of In The Heights. You know? And uh, it's been a bless for me because that opened the door that was a such great opportunity for me because I, that opened everything, you know. The opportunity for me to get to, uh, to people to get to know me. And uh, I wasn't looking that, I was always, you know, as I said before in the beginning, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to, to do my job, every, uh, my, my best every time I, 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 get, I get to call in, a, in any given situation. And, uh, and I feel like, uh, okay, sometimes, like everybody else, you know, sometimes you, you're looking for a break. I never consider myself like, uh, okay, I'm gonna do this to try to, you know, it's better to, to, to be discovered than, uh, I mean, some people discover you than you trying to, to put yourself there and trying to, you know. Right. Especially now with the whole social media, I mean, there's some, there's, you know, it's a craziness right now. People putting videos, putting <laughs> some, and uh, uh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to be uh, as, as best as I can, you know, and trying to, 
to do my job as uh, uh, the best way I can and, and, and not trying to impress anybody. I'm not trying to impress anybody. Just do do the job that the, 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 the some people call you to do. So, yeah. and uh, uh, of course, I mean, I'm trying, uh, I fight in, in the beginning uh, with the stigma or the situation that I only got to call to do Latin stuff, you know, mm -hmm. in the beginning when, when I moved to New York. Uh, because everybody know me that, I, that that was the thing that I was doing, you know, in the very early days when I, when I moved to the city. But when somebody uh, asked me to do some specific uh, type of music and they knew they heard me playing, I said, okay, this is guy, this guy not only, I mean, he's, he's able to do everything. And again, I, that's probably because you know, I, I did that in, in, in my country that helped me to, to figure it out and, and, and learn that, okay, this is something that I probably gonna help me, you know, if I, if, if I, you know, if I get called to do something, something else, you know, in that when I get called to doing the highs, I mean, um, I, I guess I was ready. I was ready to 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 do the show, and it was it was it was a bless, but at the same time it it, it was a really hard job to do <laughs> because, mm -hmm. you know, okay I was I was playing a lot but never in a situation that you have to play uh, every single day, you know, and and that's something that people doesn't know especially if you haven't done that, you yeah. know. You can play, I mean, you, you can practice every day at home and you train, okay, you're gonna study this, you're gonna prepare yourself for a concert, for example, somebody, if you're playing a music for audition or you plan yourself for to, to do a concert or, or as, as a solid in, 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 in a theater or whatever. And uh, okay, you're gonna prepare yourself for a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month or how many, how many times you have in advance to, to prepare yourself for a concert. And uh, you play in your house, you play, uh, you go for an hour and a half in, in playing duets or doing whatever you solve, but you never gonna, gonna feel, you know, like uh, the stress or, or depression because you're doing that in, in, in your house. And when you feel tired, okay, you stop and you just go do whatever you want and whatever. And, and it's different when you're doing, for example, Broadway, that's something that you need to do every day, uh, especially within the heights. It was really hard, man, because I mean, I knew that I can do it and I had the, 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 the possibility, the cap, I mean, I had the, the high nose and everything, but doing that job, every single day, every single day, sometimes two day, two times a day. And uh, uh, in the beginning it was hard. And, and believe it or not, uh, that, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure that, that you have. So, but I always, you know, uh, thank God for the opportunities mm -hmm. and, and trying to, 
trying to, if, I, if somebody uh, gave me an opportunity, I'm gonna try to uh, approach it in the same, in the, in the best way possible and, and, and enjoy, you know, enjoy and trying and trying to do my best. That's, yeah. uh, and, and keep it positive every day. Uh, yeah. Well, and so, that's, that's so important because I, I think, um, you know, there, there are two, two things that, that kind of stick out to me from that is one that uh, there's a definition of luck that I love and it, it's luck is when preparation meets opportunity, you know, so there are, op there are opportunities that, that come up, but if you haven't done the work, if you, if you're not prepared to do that, then, yeah. you know, it's not going to work out for you. So, yeah, that's one thing. And and the other thing that sticks out, uh, like you were talking about, uh, you know, your, your approach to things, uh, Lin-Manuel's uh, approach to things that, you know, being, a, being a good person goes a long yeah. way in this business. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I believe that's the most important thing. You can be the best musician in the world, but you as a person uh, don't enjoy to be, I, 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 like, I like to enjoy to be, you know, or, or love to be lovable for everybody else next yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Right, right. And uh, that's, that's probably my main, my main goal. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be as positive as I can and, and, and not let myself in a situation when I, when somebody is in some situation uh, uh, enjoying that time, I'm trying to not engage in that and just turn my face some, some other size and, and, and just, just, you know, leave the moment just, just in my case, for example, you know, trying to not let anybody to, to, to drag me to the, to the, to the blackness or, or yeah right yeah, yeah. well uh, that's that's some great stuff man all right well we've got a couple of session uh segments we need to get through before i can let you let you go um and actually the first one is uh brought to us by um my good friend michael barkley uh from barkley microphones and uh, this is a session uh, segment called sound off and you've already kind of touched on this a little bit about the importance of sound so um, what I want to just, you know, kind of briefly uh, just ask you about, uh, you know, what approach do you take? You already said a little bit about, you know, playing long tones, but what approach do you take to developing the right sound that you need for, for the jobs that you do? And, and what kind of advice would you give to players that are looking to, uh, to tailor their sound and, and to maybe, you know, improve the quality of the sound that they have on the trumpet? I, 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 you know, I engage everybody to listen good trumpet players and really good and good music. You know, and if you find somebody in particular that you really like his sound, for example, I love Doc Severin's. You know, in, in on his prime. You know, I always trying to imitate that type of sound, trying the the fullness of his sound. And if you really that's that's my main recommendation. I mean, trying to find somebody that you really like and trying to imitate, you know, imitation is not bad, you know, is especially if something like sound is important. So uh, trying, just trying to copy that sound and, and trying to live uh, to that sound every day, you know, that's, that's my main recommendation. And of course, you know, you find out how, in, in, 
in, of course, long nose and, 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 and sometimes just trying to figure it out the, the, the type of equipment that you're using. Uh, uh, if you, you're not getting that sound with the models that you're using, just trying to figure it out, another cup or another backboard. And as soon as you get it, you know, trying to stick to that. And, and now being a safari, looking for mouthpieces and, and, and just, just figure, just figure yourself. I mean, just trying to uh, learn how to produce that sound uh, as soon as you get it in your, in your brain and your mind, you know, that's my main recommendation, you know, just trying to figure it out. Uh, the best sound that you can find online now that everybody's is looking for everything, you know, online. Or, or listen to a good trumpet player in a concert and just dig about that trumpet player. And if you love the sound, if you love the way that he play and just copy that, just copy that and try to, as soon as you get it, trying to improve from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, you, you imitate and then you make it your own. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. All right, and uh, you, the, that moves us right on to the sec next segment, which is uh, our geared up segment where we talk a little bit about gear. Uh, so let's just quickly, if you could tell me a little bit about the, the gear that you use and particularly why, uh, why certain things work for you and uh, particularly uh, like in the world of, of being a, uh, you know, Broadway musician or, you know, studio musician. Um, you know, how do you approach gear uh, from a way that, that gives you the, the best overall quality of uh, sound and response that you're looking for? Yeah, well, I believe in my situation, in my case, my particular case is uh, I always carry with uh, three or four mouthpieces, not in, not in different size and rim, it's just different size on cups and depth. And uh, it depends what I'm gonna play that day. Sometimes I get to the studio, and sometimes is uh, uh, I don't know who's gonna be playing the lead. I don't know who's, who's gonna be playing the second or third trumpet or fourth trumpet. You know, and uh, it depends what I'm gonna do. If I'm gonna play the lead, of course I'm gonna I have my lead mouthpiece. And if I'm gonna play the second trumpet, probably gonna have a probably a deeper cup because I wanna I wanna give it more support to the lead trumpet. You know. And uh, if I'm gonna play classical, if I'm gonna play, uh, I use a different type of equipment. Uh, 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 for example, my lead mouthpiece is facing a seven ring with, and, and, uh, and the depth is, is probably like a D or medium S, I can, I can say it. And uh, my, my classical is, is more like a three C. I used to play with that one and a C, but I did it for a long time. And uh, and as soon as I changed the major chain to the to the seven rim is is it's not difficult. It's take more time for me to get adjust to that mouthpiece. Again, if I want to play, I mean, uh, remember that I'm not doing a classical or uh, like a hundred percent every day. It's just if if I knew that I'm gonna play a concert, of course, with our orchestra, uh, I'm gonna probably dig in my mouthpiece and, and start again, you know, and giving myself some time to 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 get accustomed to that mouthpiece for some time, and trying to be ready, you know, by the time I'm gonna play the concert or a, a gig, whatever. But uh, for our 
you know, if I'm gonna play using a session, I have a 3C or 3D, depend what I'm what I'm gonna do. You know, mentally I know what to switch, what to change uh, to produce the sound that I want. Uh, it's not gonna be a hundred percent, you know. Uh, uh, what can I say? Uh, a famous trumpet player like uh, Sergei Nakaryakov, or, or, or but I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna trying to make the change and figure it out uh, the sound that I'm trying to remember the sound that I that I that I wanted to to of course that I get called to do but uh, um, I always as I said before I always keep like a three or four novices in my in, in, in my case just in case uh, so you never know what you're gonna get in the studio you know right. or, or what you're gonna play. Sometimes you're just gonna play a really loud and then high. Some some other times you're gonna play really low and soft, and you have to be ready to, for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes the, uh, I'm able to do it in, in a in a in a piece, but uh, you know probably the sound uh, is not gonna be the best if I'm I have a deeper cup and you know and. and it's gonna be my life easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So it, it's it's just having the having the right tool for the job, the thing that makes exactly. it the easiest to do. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I know guys that that you know only will use you know they'll use one mouthpiece and one horn for everything, and yeah, yeah okay, but you know, sure you can you can you know wail out those those high G's on on that one and a half C, but wouldn't it be a little bit easier? If yeah, you, if you did it on something else, you know. Of course, uh, you can. You you're able to do it. I mean, I'm I'm able to play that, but for how long? In uh, how's gonna be after that? You know, <laughs> I yeah, always think yeah. about the day after. That's yeah. my main uh, uh, concern. I'm yeah. just trying to to make my life easier for that day and even easier for the day after. You know what I mean? Yeah. that that is a sign of wisdom and the wisdom yeah. comes, comes from <laughs> exactly. comes from age you know <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> all right well we have one final segment to get through and this is our uh remedies rapid fire round it's a series of questions uh sponsored by our friends robinson's remedies for rapid relief of your sore chops <clears throat> so uh series of questions excuse me i have a little bit of uh <clears throat> getting a little, little 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 choked up just talking about mouthpieces um, <laughs> so uh, this is a series of questions all over the place and our all just want to get your fastest answers to these questions and let's start with the first one who's the biggest influence on your life that is not a trumpet player my biggest influence is my mother <laughs> my Spoken. mother uh yeah you know uh she's been a warrior yeah <laughs> warrior and uh, she deserves everything, you know. She's been a warrior and, and, and sometimes had a really hard time when, when she was younger. But, you know, she stood there, thank God, you know, and, and, I, and I wish she stayed with me for, for a long time, for, uh, for a longer time. That, uh, that is a very good, that, that's a very, very Latin answer there, mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have to I'd have to go with that one too. My, my mom has been a huge inspiration to me. Yes, a huge um, inspiration. Uh, what's your favorite book? 
uh, music or, or, or any book, any type of book. Well, uh, my favorite one is uh, the Arban, of course, if, we, if we're talking about trumpet. And in uh, in, there, there is a book in Spanish. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the translation. Uh, it's going to be uh, and it's called Quien se robó mi queso? Who stole my cheese? That's the name of the book. I don't know if you heard about that book. It's a small book, it's uh -huh. not that big, but it's about uh, it's about life. Uh, yeah. It's about who stole my. Uh, I mean, if you if you all in, and you just said who stole my 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 life, you know what I mean? My, yeah. Your joy, your exactly. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I have seen that book that that's, that's a really, it's, it's very profound. Yeah. We, yeah, it is. But, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Um, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? The worst. The worst. Oh man. To be honest. I don't know. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but we know it definitely was not In the Heights. In the Heights was probably the best movie you've ever oh, seen. Oh, well, I don't know about that, but, you know, thank you. <laughs> but, <laughs> the music. The music was phenomenal. The music was good. Yeah, the music was really good. It's so bad, but we don't, we, don't, we don't have credits, you know. And, yeah. I, <laughs> and some people is, is being asking about who recorded the trauma. So, I mean, it, 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 they solve everything if, if you, if, if they put the credits, you know, like uh, they do with the albums, the CDs, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, if you weren't a trumpet player, what would you want to be? Oh, man. Probably uh, a lawyer. I, li I, I, I like, you know, uh, justice. Mm -hmm. I love justice. I love, you know, give justice when somebody deserves justice, you know. And and uh, I don't like uh, discrimination. Mm -hmm. I don't like uh, probably a lawyer. I okay. say, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. What's your favorite drink? Uh, I'm a Scotch drink. Scotch Ooh. drinker. Yeah, single, single malt. malt. Single uh, malt. Yeah. Okay. And what's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite single malt? Well, I like. Uh, uh, singleton, you know, singleton. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a very smooth mm -hmm. uh, scotch. I love it. Uh, one neat or on the rocks? Uh, sometimes neat, sometimes on the rock, but most of the time neat. Okay. Yeah. You, you sound like me. So that's, that's yeah. good. And if it's on the rock, it's only probably small, you know. Yeah. One rock. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to yeah. cut, you know, the bitterness of the. Exactly. Just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to water it down. I, no, I've been digging lately uh, bourbon and, I, and um, um, there is this bourbon called Jefferson. I don't know if yep. you heard about it. I've, I've had plenty of Jeffersons. It's, I love it. It's so smooth. Mm -hmm. you, don't need to, you don't need to put any ice in that. Oh, no, 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 no. no but it, it, it's perfect the way it is. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm a cigar smoker, uh, uh, and uh, and that's my now is being my favorite. You know, every time I enjoy a cigar, that's my main uh, bourbon. Mm -hmm. so it's, 
I don't need to put any ice. I mean, it's just, it could be really hot outside and I don't need to, to put any ice on, on, this, yeah. on, the, on the glass, you know. Well, I was just enjoying a Macanudo with a glass of, it was actually, it was a scotch uh, the other night sitting on my, nice. my porch. Nice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. Um, you could uh, have a dinner party. And at this dinner party, you could invite any three people in the world, any three living people uh, could come to your dinner party. Who would you want to have there? Oh, man. You know, I love to meet uh, Wayne. I don't know him personally. We spoke Wayne Vergero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We spoke uh, uh, over the phone a couple of times and or text message or emails, but I don't know him personally. Uh, that would be one. Another one would be uh, uh, Arturo. I love Arturo. Mm -hmm. Arturo Sandoval. Uh, I know him. And, and, and he knows me and uh, who else? Uh, man, there's so many, so many great people that are. Mm, you know, Shan Jong, I love Shan Jong. Yeah. I really enjoy uh, 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 every time we play together. So he's a, it's a funny cat, so it's so, it's an amazing, it's a monster trumpet player, you know, yeah. and uh, that will be all those three guys, you know. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I can learn a lot from all those three guys. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to learn anything from me. I don't think so, but I'm going to learn from them. <laughs> well, well, well if, if you if you do get a chance to go out to dinner with Wayne, make sure that uh, he picks up the check, you know, so. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Definitely, most definitely. <laughs> yeah, Wayne, Wayne's a great guy. I've, I've had I've had many a meal and drink with him. So uh, yeah, he's oh, he's a lot awesome. of fun. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, same thing. You have a dinner. You're you having this dinner party. You've got three additional chairs at that table. Uh, you can invite any three people from history. Any three people that are no longer with us. Who would you want to have? Oh, it's, uh, one of them is Snooky. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, Louis Armstrong, mm -hmm. and uh, you ever heard her? All heard? No. You probably know all heard. Yeah. Uh, uh, I probably I'm, I'm pronouncing really bad his name. Let me see who else could be. The 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 from the past could be a. Uh, 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 yeah, and this Chico Big, uh, he used to play the lead trumpet with, with uh, the boss uh, band, uh, Canadian trumpet player. Andy Chico Big, the lead trumpet player. Oh, okay. Yeah. You you heard about him? Mm hmm Yeah. yeah. That would be him, uh, Snooky, and, 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 and Louis Astro. Okay, good, man. A lot, lot, lot of good talk at that dinner table. <laughs> all right uh lacquer plated or raw i'm sorry lacquer plated or raw uh it doesn't matter i have silvers i have a lacquer and i have raw trumpets and and uh, i don't feel any difference i mean some people say that they feel any dif uh, different with with, with the 
with the plating of the trumpet, but uh, I could say probably the, the lack is a little brighter. Uh, I'm, I'm, this is a bench silver plater in the, but I, I'm, I'm, I have another one, which is lacquer. It sounds, it sounds probably brighter, but mm -hmm. I don't, I'm trying to not, to not focus on them. Just try to, yeah, the playability of the trumpet and mm -hmm. how easy blows and, and, and that's, that's my main, my main thing. Okay. Awesome. Uh, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote is, uh, wow, I heard something from DC a uh, long time. I read something from DC is that um, sometimes uh, you win, sometimes the trumpet wins. And some days, I mean, <laughs> the, tr the trumpet wins probably uh, 90% of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember well the, the the quote, but it's so true. Yes, yeah. it's like it's. I think it's some some days, some days you win. Some other days, some days the trumpet wins, but at the end, at the end of your life, the trumpet always wins. So. Yeah, exactly. At the yeah. end of your life, the trumpet always wins. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. That quote is so true. Yeah. Uh, what's your greatest fear? Oh, greatest fear. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. I, um, I'm a happy guy. I don't. I, I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm laughing, and you know, the the makes me <laughs> or a, a happy guy. You know, yeah. I, I really dig uh, being next to my family, be with my family, and 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 you know, I'm not. I'm now that I'm a grandfather. You know. Uh, uh, my my probably my i'm just trying to live as more as longer you know now that yeah. i that i have this young uh baby with me almost every day because i i, I see her every day and uh i'm just trying to you know want to be able to see her grow up you know what i mean yeah and, and the same way that i did with my daughters yeah. and and uh, I believe that's my fear. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm not scared of death. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, lately, uh, it's like something that I start thinking about. I said, because I want to, I want to, I want to see her growing up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Enjoy uh, life, you know, the yeah. same way my daughters did. You know? Yeah. Well, that's understandable. All right. Uh, you could be granted one superpower. What would it be? <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm a dad. <laughs> You're a dad. Okay. You're a granddad now. That's the even better. Yeah, exactly. That's my superpower. That's your superpower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what aspect of trumpet playing do you think is the most overrated? High notes. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, what aspect do you think is the most underrated? On the radar, probably sound. Yeah. Okay. Right. You're uh, granted the ability to go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice about music. What would it be? Oh, about music is uh, 
just always trying to prepare yourself and trying to learn as much as you can, you know. Uh, not everyone knows uh, about music, everything, because we learn something every day. Mm -hmm. Something, uh, sometimes you sit in the piano and you, you play this, a, a chord and say, man, I never heard this chord before. And then you figure it out what it is. And something that you just learn, you know, and uh, just trying to dig as much as you can, um, um, especially uh, uh, when you when you learning in your early days, uh, because that is gonna you know give you a a, a good fundament, yeah, and in, in help in general. Okay, great. So you're gonna while you're back there, you're gonna give your younger self one piece of advice about life. About life, just enjoy the life, man. Just be uh, polite to everybody, kind and and and. And don't let, you know, uh, anything to uh, bother you and not, and not overthink about uh, so many stuff, you know what I mean? And yeah. Just not take anything personal. That's, that's good advice. All right, and final question for you. Uh, what do you want your legacy to be? Oh, well... Uh, I love to be remembered as a good father, uh, as a good son, and uh, as a good uh, husband. And that's probably my main goal. Yeah. Because I, 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 as a professional, uh, we always uh, wanted to be remembered as, as, a, as a good trumpet player, as a professional. Uh, uh, and have some type of legacy. And I, and I think that, that we already done that, you know, every time you, you get into a, a concert, you're already giving yourself, a, 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 depends what you're doing, battle run, uh, people to get to remember you, you know? And uh, that's for me, that's not, that's not my goal. I mean, my goal is uh, as a person trying to be the best I can uh, for me and for my family and for, for everybody who, who loves me or, or, or the people that I love. Uh, so that's probably my, my how I, I wanted to be remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's, I think at the end of the day, that's the most important thing, you know, yeah. you know the, the Trump, the yeah. Playing trumpet is, is, is what we hard do. Enough. Yeah. It it's hard, hard enough. enough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's the difference that we make in the world, uh, through the person that we are. That's, that's the real important stuff. So, well, so Raul, I want to thank you so much, uh, you know, for, for this hang, it's been great getting to know you and, and I look forward to, uh, one day, uh, soon, hopefully getting up to New York, uh, catching a performance, and then uh, maybe uh, having a uh, a cigar and a glass of bourbon with you. And uh, Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, that, that sounds <laughs> great. So, uh, yeah, thanks again for all, all of the, the great music that, that you've been uh, producing. Uh, you know, just you're, you're an inspirational player and, and, um, much, and a great guy. 
That's that, and that's the most important thing. A great guy. Thank you, so, thank you. so thank you very much for joining us for this episode of The Hang. And uh, you know, make sure you're subscribing. Share this episode with someone that you love and uh, or someone you hate. Doesn't matter to me. I just want more people watching and listening. And uh, as always, peace and slide grease. We're out.